0: (Sýst) (Sýst) Greetings and welcome to the Switzerland meeting new friends podcast. A podcast to bring people from all over the world together. My name is Sandra. I'm 100% Swiss cheese living in Switzerland. Gruetzi and welcome. Today we have another great interview and first of all I have to just say to you thank you thank you thank you for listening this podcast. It means to me a lot a lot. I'm so so grateful and I'm yeah That's really what I love to do. I want to show you Switzerland with this podcast. We are not only like chocolate, winter ski and uh, cheese. We have a lot more beautiful cities and yeah. So, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. And um, yeah, I'm so grateful. So um, here today we have a great interview talk with Elina. Elina is a wonderful person from Latvia and uh, she lives in the Kanton Zug. And um, I met her at my German meetup. So um, I teach like German conversation meetup. So normally I speak with her German. She's really good in German. She's getting better and better. So... I love it. I really love it. And um, I'm so grateful that I know her because she's wonderful. She's a wonderful person. And yeah, she will tell you about joining clubs in Switzerland, integration and just live the life in Switzerland. So yeah, listen, learn and yeah, see you
1: soon. So
0: hello, Alina. Thank you for being here today.
1: Hi, Sandra, super happy to be here myself. Thank you for inviting.
0: Uh, thank you for um, yeah doing this opportunity with me. It's, it's great. <laughs> it's so great. Um, can you first um, just introduce yourself? Where are you, where are you from? What are your hobbies? And yeah, tell me a little bit.
1: Absolutely, of course. So my name is Alina. Uh, I am 100% Latvian. Cheese. I was born and raised in Riga, in Latvia, and since 2015, I moved to Switzerland. I lived for two years in Geneva, and then I switched my jobs and I moved to Canton Zug. So since 2017 and up until today, I live in Canton Zug, in the city of Zug. I work in the commodity trading sector. So for almost six years already the six years will be next year and uh, apart from that I can name two significant hobbies which I'm dedicating my time to right now one would be the Toastmasters speaking club and the other one which I have abandoned for a while unfortunately because of restrictions but it's the netball playing.
0: Oh wow so you're 100% Lithuania uh, (laughs) cheese. Yes, (laughs) Yes, Matián. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, so good. Oh, so good. And um, yeah, you see, I'm learning as well. So I knew because we met in 2018, first time. You joining my, I, you joined my um, my meetups, and I'm still learning. Learning something from you. So um, I think first I, I would just want to ask you, actually, what is um, the Toastmasters, actually?
1: Okay. So uh, as I said, I spent a lot of time to, and dedicated a lot of time to my hobbies, and one of them is the Toastmasters Club. So basically, it is a educational organization a non-profit educational organization. And it teaches leadership and public speaking skills through a network of clubs. How it works is very simple. Everybody who's interested can come and join the club, uh, which is located nearby. Uh, I personally joined the club, which is located in Suk, And our meetings are be monthly in Hotel Cook, And in this club, Uh, People come together to deliver speeches on their chosen topic or sometimes to participate in the round of the table topics, which is just a round of questions just to get to know each other or to give an opinion. The membership is open for everyone and usually I really enjoy the atmosphere. Um, The people come there also to practice their English because the meetings are held in English and most of the people have really good time and build very nice and lasting connections with the other members. So um, actually,
0: um, I, I, I didn't know about it actually. I'm Swiss and I didn't know about something and I really liked it. So um, was it as well for you to um, find some friends, make some friends?
1: yes absolutely i needed more connections so i joined myself in uh, the beginning of 2018 so practically a year since i moved to tsuk and i also wanted to build more work more on my leadership skills that was very important for my career that was the reason number one but also for let's say more clear and logical speaking so i, I used to get lost in my thoughts very much recently i think i got much better at this.
0: Oh, so good, so good. And um, so you're, you're doing um, two things, one like for the friendship
1: and the other one is for the business. Actually, wow, that's something so good. Yeah, I can just add that the Zug Club is very special because it's very old. It's, uh, it was established at the, in the end of the 1980s actually, and it's been working ever since and a lot of experts come there and all of them, most of them, I would say not all of them are working professionals. So if you wanna also, you know, build some connections with people who work in a certain area, it's definitely a very good place. Oh, cool, i cool. I like recommend it. <laughs> there are also some Swiss people who come exactly for the same purpose, because they want to establish a connection. This is great, you're very welcome to come, Sandra.
0: Yeah, maybe once, yeah. Oh, that's so cool. And, um, and, and you told me something else. It was netball. What is that? Is it uh, badminton, tennis tennis, table tennis, football?
1: <laughs> okay, so uh, netball is a team game, a fast-paced goal scoring game, right? And it's played in over 80 countries around the world. It's, it is very popular in the Commonwealth countries, though. Um, I am am a member of the netball soup club, right, and uh, in this club, ladies play, gents are also welcome, but for some reason we have mostly ladies. Um, For now, uh, it's a bit tricky, so uh, some of the trainings are replaced by the gym online, or sometimes there is just a training outdoors, whenever it's possible, but the point of the game is uh, to say, to score, more, more points than the opponent team. Overall, there are teams, uh, two teams who compete with each other. Uh, they play seven, against, uh, seven people against seven people. And uh, in this game, you uh, score by throwing the ball into the basket, like in a basketball, but uh, there is no, um, like, a, like a dribbling movement. The ball is not supposed to touch the ground. You pass it from hands to hands, more like in a volleyball. But there's no net, there's just the basket. So um, you could say that it's to some extent a combination between volleyball and basketball, but it's also a non-contact game, so you're not supposed to take it away from other players, you just pass it hands to hands. Oh, okay.
0: I learned something new as well. Whoa, cool. <laughs> no, oh, cool. No, really? Okay. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah, so and um. Yeah, um, so good, so good. So you, you're actually. Yeah, maybe I need to try
1: this because actually
0: it, it sounds really
1: interesting. That's cool. Absolutely. You're very welcome. There's uh, also a homepage if you want, it's uh, netballzug.com. Uh, you can read everything about it, watch some training videos. It's open for everyone. You're very welcome.
0: That's cool, that's cool. And um, yeah, uh, so you you told us that you moved first um, to Geneva. Yes. In Switzerland. And what, what was the reason to um, to move because of the job or just like, do you want to have new opportunities?
1: Yeah. Overall big reason, the reason number one was that I got a job in Switzerland and it happened that I got a job when I was still back in Latvia. I was just looking for a job somewhere in Europe, I wanted to live, you know, in a bigger city in a different culture and uh, I was looking for several months actually and the first one I got and which was approved eventually was from Switzerland. So I just packed my luggage and I went. <laughs> and uh, back then I spoke only French. I didn't start learning German back then, and um, I got this job also because I spoke Latvian. So I worked for a company which had uh, some bank accounts in Latvia, and uh, it was my language skills were very useful and they actually helped me.
0: Oh, nice. So, um, and what was the the when you think back about like moving to Switzerland or to Geneva, what was the biggest change from Latvia to
1: Switzerland actually? You know, it really depends uh, how you look at it. Uh, You can look at several perspectives. So for example, one would be the organization, the legislation, then there's the part which is culture and people. And then there's uh, another part, which is your personal, right? Because you're also disconnected with your family and your friends from your, let's say, previous life, right? And you're moving into something absolutely new where you have no people that you know. So if you go one by one, uh, if you start with the loss, You see, Latvia is quite an organized state and some things are happening on a very high, very organized level. So I didn't feel too much difference. If you need some information, everything is clear. Everything is perfectly written in one of the three state languages. This was just great, brilliant. And I loved it. The experience was great. Uh, In terms of um, culture in general, now that was quite different. Um, I would say that in the French speaking part, you really need to speak language at a high level. Otherwise you can get into really funny daily situations. Uh, You can struggle a bit, uh, but I guess this is a normal expert syndrome. (laughs) Once you enter, enter the new place, you have to adjust somehow. So it took some time for me as well. And well, in terms of private life, as I said, like aspect number three, I didn't know anyone. I just knew some people with whom I had job interviews and I never met them actually before I got this job. Via internet. So um, I was very pleased with some moments because the people were very open minded, very supporting, and if I had some questions, they were really organized. Uh, And I was also surprised that actually people in Switzerland work much more than in Latvia. It's Mm. it's not just an average extra hour, which you have, you know, just because of the lunch break and then you work or talk. But overall, I think people are more dedicated to their jobs and they're much more focused. And Latvians have a little bit um, laid back attitude, more like in the Nordic countries. Like you have your time, but you also have your family and people, I would say they're really focused in the work-life balance nowadays. As opposed to Switzerland, I think because you have so many international and companies which require you to be competitive and high level, that many people are just aiming really high and they really focus on their achievements at work. So the balance can be sometimes distorted if you are the big achiever actually.
0: Oh wow, thank you for this um yeah, explanation. But let let's see back, yeah. I think in Switzerland we work longer that's true yeah could be and maybe one of reason is because competitor yeah and um i think back when i think about yeah our work life balance could be better that's true yeah definitely yeah that's uh, that's something good and now actually i what i really want to know is (laughs) how is geneva because i Of course, I've been to Geneva, but uh, how is Geneva to live? And actually, what is the difference to the German part and to the um, the French part, maybe positive and negative both?
1: Huh, what a tricky question. Uh, People keep asking this uh, very often, actually. Overall, I would say that the first thing I would pay attention to is that Geneva is actually quite small. Uh, mm-hmm. Here in Zug, yes, it's, um, the city of Zug has, I think, 30,000 people as inhabitants, right, and the canton is rather small as well, but you have Zurich nearby. So if you miss something, you can always hop on the train mm-hmm. in 22 minutes and you're there. Geneva is a bit tricky um, in a sense that I the, nearest, the biggest city around would be in France, I guess. So if you want to go to a larger city, it's, it's a bit of a struggle. Uh, I would say that Geneva had a lot, a lot of very different kinds of people. I know Zug is very mixed, right? You have, I think, almost all the nations in the world here. And Geneva is the same, but much more. Actually, during the two years when I've been there, I've met only two people who were born and raised in Geneva. And back then, I think I joined three different clubs, you know, just to fill my time to get the feeling of the place. And uh, the, the guys who were born and raised in Geneva, they were hiding this. I knew this only by accident because um, of the... Um, because of the, the conversation went that way. They never admitted it themselves. And uh, in Zug, I think it's a little bit the opposite. In in, uh, the German-speaking part of Switzerland, people are more proud to be Swiss, and they actually demonstrate it sometimes, which I think is a good thing, uh, because they they have this feeling uh, that they're united, they're more adhered to the country. And another big difference is that Geneva, you know, it's the Canton itself is a home place of many, many international organizations. So you have a lot of people who come and go. They have one year contracts, two year contracts and the flow of people is very constant. And it's very hard to make lasting connection in there. That's why I left myself because in two years I just had a natural switch uh, of people of some parties, which I went to. They happened just because people uh, came and left and they all now live abroad while in Sook actually people come to stay because this is a place, you know, which uh, to which I think people can attach much better and it it offers a much better sensation of being at home. At least this is my personal impression. Of course,
0: of course, that's that's a thing, but um, I like your idea about like, um, yeah, maybe because I'm very proud to be Swiss. I told you every time like uh, I'm hundred percent Swiss cheese and <laughs> <Yes>.
1: <laughs> it's my favorite of <laughs> <All> your phrases.
0: <laughs> yeah, oh, that was so good. But thank you for the for the thing, yeah. So um yeah, in Geneva there are many um organi- organization like the um you know, VHO and all the stuff, yeah. Red yeah, cross yeah oh nice um hmm. and so we are now um actually we met each other in uh, 2018 at the meetup like it i think it was german meetup
1: yes it was and it was your meetup sandra actually so actually
0: i have to to tell um when i speak with elena we normally speak in German, because she speaks German, and uh, so for me, it's I think the first time we we speak English together. Because I just wanna uh, wanna speak with her uh, German. So, what was the reason for you to join the meetup? So.
1: It was such a long time ago, but I definitely joined to meet some new faces for sure. Uh, I definitely needed the language practice because as far as I remember, it was exactly focused on the, on the German speaking practice. And I guess I just felt lonely. So I needed more human connection back then. That's so good. It was,
0: was it hard for you to join a meetup or, or was it like, oh no, Let's sign up and then join or what, what was it a little bit afraid or
1: fear? I think after two years of Geneva, I wasn't afraid of anything anymore. <laughs> so I just knew that uh, I want to have more people around me, more connection, more acquaintances. So yes, I just went. I was looking forward to it.
0: Oh, that's, that's so good. And wh- what do you think? What can the other expert learn from you?
1: For me, yeah. actually I have to learn so many things myself uh, so it would be really hard to say. They could try to learn the, let's say the trial and error approach, let's say not to be afraid to take the risk if they have doubts. They should just come and see how the meetup works out or if they're not sure. can just come check it out and then make up their minds you know not to postpone some things maybe this is something that could be very helpful this is something what i learned after coming to switzerland um i wasn't very confident at the beginning when i just moved and i didn't know anything about the local culture but uh right now i still know i have a, a lot to learn but i can always hop on and try so this is a very, very important skill
0: for me. Oh, yeah, that's really important. And you did it so well. So that's why we met. We met. Otherwise, if you wouldn't um, say, I go to meetups, then we, we never met. So, yeah, that's true. And what can the Swiss or what can I as a Swiss person learn from
1: you? me, I guess the same thing but under a different angle. Uh, actually, I very admire the uh, Swiss view on uh, their own country and other culture. I really like how Swiss people are fond of what they have built as a state. Uh, this is something what each expert can learn from the Swiss people, right? Um, the Swiss people, on the other hand, um, as much as they're proud of their country, they maybe can try to look around and to get to know other nations better. So it's all about connection. It's all about reaching out and speaking to each other, you know, and building lasting relationships. This is exactly what you do, Sandra. You have a very special club that you're building with a lot of members in here. See, because it is very necessary, you're so popular right now and so demanded. This is exactly what people need.
0: Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that's something what really we swiss people have to learn to open-minded to have no no new ideas to in german we say um yeah a little bit from the teller and uh, so from yeah <laughs> <I think laughs> something like this and yeah. yeah and um so what would you um What is your favorite place in Switzerland? Do you have any favorite place or what do you think that people have to see or something like this?
1: (laughs) Have to see, all right. Absolute must is uh, see a sunrise in the mountains. This is something what everybody has to do. Regardless what you choose, what is your favorite reach or region? You just have to spend the night in the mountains preferably in a simpler space in, in, a, in some kind of a hut. So you usually just feel closer to the nature. And then in the morning, when you see the sun popping up from between the mountains, this is just amazing. This is something that will just take your breath away. Everyone should experience that. Even if you're here for the weekend, this is a must.
0: <laughs> so good. So good. Yeah, actually, I, I never did this, but I have to see it yeah no, I never did this, but of course I live I have from my home a beautiful view from the sunset, so I'm good in sunset. <laughs> um, I'm
1: so jealous.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's that's cool. So um we are getting to the last question, but first, do you wanna say something again to the um
1: listeners? Yeah, do you have something in your mind? I just wanted to say that I'm super grateful that you invited me to this interview and what you're doing is really important job. And I think in the future, uh, you're gonna have a great career just because of organizing something amazing like this club. This is just brilliant, Sandra, thank you so much. Mm -hmm. and All the listeners, I wish them to stay in touch with you and to be your good friends because it is very helpful thank
0: you so much oh thank you for the lovely um uh, uh, yeah thank you so much uh, that's that's really because what i love it's like to do something and then i see because um we did of course we we joined uh, you joined meetup but then we did something else we went jumping and all the stuff can you yeah. remember so yeah. you can see, bounce, you up. Know, bounce up yeah, and all the stuff we had some black tea and uh, <laughs> that's so cool thats so if you um join meetups you you meet friends that's that's so cool, or even just and uh, the netball the toast masker I think important is just if you're here in Switzerland and you wanna um make friends join verein like clubs and what i really like about you is that you you joined meetup and as well you joined like the toastmaster and the netball, netball. actually you joined swiss vereins or like the netball like this is a swiss verein and that's really what i like so thank you so much for for being you and as well for um, doing uh, integration. Really, really, thank you.
1: That's so sweet, Sandra. Thank you for having me. <laughs>
0: <Thanks>. <laughs> no, thank you too. So, and now I want to learn something. So can you teach us three words in Latvia?
1: Latvian. Absolutely unless you have a specific request, I can give you three rather popular words. Mm-hmm. Great. So we can start with please. So in Latvian please is lūdzu. 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 with L. Yes. With L that's really good. What you said Luzu Lūdzu. Okay. Ah, so now please. We- Please. Uh, then you can say thank you. So thank you would be Paul Diaz. Paul Diaz. Oh uh, Paul Diaz. But police is really cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. oh, <please. laughs> so please, please. Okay. Yeah. And something for the dessert. You should also know how to say goodbye after everything went very well. So goodbye is a bit tricky. Because it's two words. It's literally means to be seen. Oh yeah. And that would be uz Wow. <laughs> yes. Uz Oh that was very good. You have some potential. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh no, yeah. So I can actually do a list now again let win oh so good yeah so i will practice and then the next time we meet i will i hope then <laughs> i can so, so cool um thank you so much for um for doing this talk and um yeah just that i um that
1: you had time for me yeah thank, thank you, you so much. thank you sandra for having me it was a pleasure talking to you and actually, it always is. And I wish you to have a lot of people in this podcast. You're really connecting people and you're doing a great job. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks
0: so So this was the lovely interview talk with Elina. I hope you liked it. Uh, join me on Instagram and Facebook. And yeah, see you soon. Tschüss. Yeah.